friends, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kristen, and I just celebrated my birthday, so I am excited. I had a great time uh, getting together with family and then another night with some girlfriends, so I cannot be more thankful. And today I want to talk about why we need to invest in ourselves, and I'm going to dig into this a little bit more because it seems like so many of us, especially women, we feel like we're being selfish when we spend time or money on ourselves, and I want to talk about that. Have you ever imagined building a life you love but got stuck in between the what-ifs, expectations, and obligations in your life? Welcome to Building a Life You Love, the podcast dedicated to helping you step into a life where your passion blossoms from within, your faith deepens, and simplicity becomes your favorite synonym for everyday life. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen, an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Join me each week as we dive into creating positive habits, stepping out of your comfort zone, making space for meaningful work and relationships. I'm going to bring you practical tips, uplifting conversations, and expert guidance that you can use. So why wait? Step off the path of expectations and into a space that feels genuinely yours. Subscribe now to Building a Life You Love, and let's begin this transformative journey together towards joy, peace, and purpose. All right, so here we go. Uh, And before I jump into investing in ourselves and putting effort into ourselves, I just want to share with you, I'm actually getting ready to go on a trip uh, in a couple days with my husband, and I cannot wait for the time off. And, you know, really that'll be a time to renew, to explore, to kind of tap back into some things. And I'm hoping to spend some time while I'm there, uh, you know, taking photos and maybe doing a little writing. So I'm, I'm very excited about that trip, but it made me start to think about, you know, how are we spending our time and why do we want to apologize or say, oh, I can't do that. Or I, I don't, I have to put everybody first. Right. And I mean, I've been guilty of this too, although I'm finding that as I get a little bit older, I'm realizing that I need to just speak up and I need to say what it is I want to do or what it is that I need to do for myself. And so that's why I want to talk about this today. So the first thing is that investing in yourself, I think there's a lot of areas that we need to invest in ourselves. We need to invest in our health. We need to invest in our faith. We need to invest in our relationships. We need to invest in our wellness and we need to invest in learning. And so the thing is, is, you know, I've talked about this before, but if we want to be thriving, then we have to be growing. We have to be um, moving, changing, learning new things. And it can be something tiny. It can be just keeping up with practices, right? Maybe you do yoga or you stretch. It's going just a little further, maybe mastering a skill over time. And two things that I heard recently that I, I wanted to share. The first is that... There's a stat that says if you spent 18 minutes a day or 100 hours a year on um, getting better at something, so that can even just be stretching every day. It could be whatever you wanted. It can be reading up on a subject matter that you're interested in, but you'll be 95% better than all the other people because you spent time on it every day, even as little as 18 minutes a day. And I have to ask myself and you all, What if we actually got really focused and we prioritized on what is the one or, you know, few things in my life that I want to improve, I want to get better at, I want to learn, I want to stretch myself, and could I commit to 18 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day on that area? And I think the answer is yes, we could. 
whether we can do it for 15 minutes in a row or whether we have to fit it in in minutes or five minute blocks. I think we can do this. I think we owe it to ourselves to do it. The next thing is I saw this quote. It was by Adam Grant, who's a writer and researcher, and he's talking about careers, but I think this is really relevant. It's both relevant to our work life, but it's also relevant to just that whole idea of growing, right? And this is what he says. In your career, the most valuable currency is not how much you know, it's how well you learn. In a stable world, success depends on building expertise. In a changing world, it hinges on evolving expertise. Potential is no longer defined by ability. It's a function of agility. And I thought that was so good, right? And so it's really how well can we learn? And I think that's true in our lives as well, in any area of our lives. And so whether you're thinking about that next step in your career or what you're what you're building or whether um, you're just thinking about, you know, like maybe you want to you want to move more this year. Maybe you want to spend more time with the people you love and you found that challenging in the season you're in. All of these things, though, is about how well do we learn to make this change and when are we going to actually invest in ourselves? invest the time, and if needed, invest the money. And I wanted to share uh, a quote with you about just investing in ourselves. And so I love this quote by Richie Norton, and it says, it's a small price to pay, but investing a little extra effort into the life you choose will move you from average, where all the competition is, to the top. And I think that's so true. First of all, the more we focus on the things that we're interested in or the areas where we want to improve, the more we're going to see that benefit, the payoff, the impact in our lives. And we can obviously invest in ourselves in all the areas. It doesn't have to just be one area. Like I said, if you said I can spend five extra minutes a day on more time um, deepening my faith, then, you know, I think we can all find five minutes in our day. If you said I want to have a better relationship with my spouse, well, can you commit to an extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, a day to just connect with them. And believe me, I do get that this can be hard because some people want to have downtime and they just need like a break from everything. And then other people are kind of ready to go. But the point is, is if we have the intention and we set the priority, then we start looking at this. We start paying attention. Are we putting in the time? And when we're putting the time in, are we actually present? Not just checking off the box. Right. If it's about a relationship and it's strengthening the connection, deepening that relationship, it can't just be mindless activity. It can't be just mindless or sitting on our phones and we're in the same room. That's not deepening the connection. So we have to be intentional and we have to set the priority or the goal. And then we have to check in if we're actually moving towards that. Are we making progress? And then I liked this other quote about investing in ourselves, which says, there is no more profitable investment than investing in yourself. It is the best investment you can make. You can never go wrong with it. It is the true way to improve yourself to be the best version of you and let you be able to best serve those around you. And that was by Roy T. Bennett. But that's the point. I'm not saying we should invest in ourselves only for our own benefit. And when we invest in ourselves, we are benefiting everyone else in our life. We're benefiting the work we're showing up in the world to do. For instance, if we're not healthy and it's something we can change and we can impact, there's obviously instances or circumstances where our, we have a chronic disease or, you know, we have a diagnosis. And I'm not saying that we could, could have changed that. But what I'm saying is we can do our best to be 
healthier or make healthy choices now so that when, as we get older, we are still able to care for ourselves and care for other people. We're able to serve the world in whatever way we do that. And so I think the point is, is investing in ourselves is the opposite of selfish. It not only helps our life, but it's going to help the, the people around us because as we grow, as we strengthen ourselves, as we get healthier or well, as we uh, are, we're, we're willing to do the work, for instance, let's say we're struggling in one area, or maybe we need to do counseling or work with a coach or whatever it might be. The, the more we work on something, right, we get honest about where we're having, um, we're struggling with something, or maybe our, just our thoughts around a certain topic is what we need to work on. Well, when we do that work, we're investing in ourselves, it's going to benefit our significant others, maybe our children. It's going to invest the legacy that we have, we can put in the world because we're going to show up better in our lives. We're going to show up more aware. We're going to show up more intentional in our lives. And, you know, even showing up and doing the work that we feel called to do, we're going to be able to do that better if we do the work, right? We do the mind work, we do the heart work, we do the physical work, and we do the work to be more aware of how we're showing up in our life and in our day. And so really investing ourselves comes down to being intentional about designing our life in a way that we know we're taking small steps, but we're taking consistent steps to improve ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay stagnant. I want to see that I'm growing and I'm thriving. And it doesn't mean I'm always growing and thriving in all areas, but I don't want to stay stagnant for too long. I want to say, you know what, I'd really like to work on this. And maybe I don't always want to put in all the effort, right? Maybe I just want, I want easy, small changes because those micro changes is what they say we can actually make into habits, right? If we don't try to bite off more than we can chew as we're making changes. And so sometimes we have to be careful of that, that we don't try to do too much too soon. And then we can't really stay uh, the course, if you will. All right. So let's dig into some examples of investing in ourselves. One area that I want to learn more about is in holistic living, holistic um, medicine, if you will, or holistic healing, I guess, and then functional medicine. So in other words, what things can we do that we can get our bodies back in balance? What things can we do that are already available to us without taking medication, for instance? So of course, eating healthy, eating, you know, fruits and vegetables and everything we need, but it, you know, it goes beyond that. And so for instance, one woman who does a great job, she's an educator in uh, holistic, holistic health. So I pay a subscription so that I can get her more in-depth training or knowledge. And so for me, that's it's actually a small investment. There's programs at some point I would like to do that cost a lot more. But for now, these are baby steps where I can just take, you know, maybe 15 to 30 minutes a week and I can watch her videos on different topics. But that's me investing in myself because I'm interested in it. Yes, there's lots of content online that I wouldn't have to pay for, but she's doing specific topics that were really of interest to me and they were deeper dives. So that's me investing in myself. I have obviously worked with coaches. I've done programs over the years where I've spent money to try to learn quicker, right? Or to gain something, have a transformation that's quicker. That's why a lot of people work with a coach or a mentor. And that's how I also help people. But it's, we're trying to, whether you go and 
invest your, in yourself and work with a coach or a mentor or a trainer, right, or an educator, you're trying to get from point A to point B or C or D or E. You're trying to get there quicker because the person you work with can help you, right, because they've already done the transformation and they know, you know, what are the pitfalls they know, like what are the steps that you can kind of move forward quickly and get you to your goal quicker. And so investing in ourselves and working with somebody when we know what we're running, we want to work on, for instance, let's say it's for you, it's your, your health or maybe your fitness, you might work with a fitness coach or a trainer. And so that's an example of investing in yourself. Yes, you could do it on your own, but you may not have the accountability you want or you may not get the results you want in the time frame that you're looking at. So that's another thing to think about is how can you invest in yourself? You know, and it can be a small amount of money, right? Maybe you need to get uh, new run running shoes or exercise shoes for yourself. That's an investment, but it's worth it because if your feet don't hurt, you're going to work out more, uh, you know, and so it just depends. I think we have to get honest with what areas of my life do I want to see an improvement? Do I want to be more intentional with something? And we need to write those down. And so here's what I recommend. First of all, write down the big buckets, right? You can write down whatever you want, but I, I say they're health, finances, you know, your faith, relationships, wellness, and, you know, maybe career. And there's other buckets. So we're just going to start with these today. Write those down or write down the ones that you want to think about making a change or investing in yourself or learning. And then get really clear what's one to two goals that you would like to improve or learn in those areas. And then once you do that, determine how can you do that? Do you need to make an investment, you know, a financial monetary investment? Is it a time investment? Is it both? You know, in other words, how are you going to tackle that goal to improve, to stretch yourself, to grow or to learn something? And like I said, for me, one is I'm doing the subscription to the holistic information. You know, another way is I've obviously done coaching and mentoring programs to try to either, let's say, improve one of my podcasts, or I've done ones about coaching. I've done all different ones. And so it depends on what I'm looking for at that time. I've done individual calls with people, uh, you know, that are beyond further than me, right? With, with their business or with their writing or whatever it might be. And so I did one-on-one -on -one calls with people that I was investing in myself. I was trying to learn and I was learning from them, maybe where are my blind spots? What do they see with what I'm sharing with them? Kind of my plan and then where I'm at. And so that's another way that we can invest in ourselves. For our health, it might be. So for instance, I've talked about this before. I talked about it recently about walking, but I walk pretty much every day, you know, and I try to hit at least 10,000 steps a day minimum. Uh, but for me, it's adding back in some additional exercises. And then I'm also, I've also started doing um, not too much time, but jumping, bouncing on the rebounder, like the mini trampoline. And there's a lot of good health benefits with that. So for me, it's adding in additional movement and health, you know, or um, act, fitness activity. And so that's part of my investment in myself, right, is they're easy things I can add in, but I want to step up that area, right? I want to step up my fitness and my movement area. For relationships, for me, it's am I making the time to get with people that I care about regularly? Am I making the time instead of letting my time get filled up in my calendar and then not fitting it in as often as I want? And so for me, I have to be intentional about that. And each week kind of looking like, okay, when's the last time I've connected with 
um, you know, my closest girlfriends or with other people, with my husband, you know, things like that, my children. And so just getting clear and then figuring out how or when can I put it on my calendar? Yesterday, uh, I went to lunch with two of my sons because one of them was off of school and the other one um, is looking for a uh, his kind of first career job. And so he's um, not working full time right now. And so that was just an opportunity where it wasn't the whole family, but three of us went to go grab a quick bite. And so that was investing time to spend with them. Right. And we do game nights with our boys and they they really enjoy that. And that's a great way to bond with them, especially as they get older. And then here's the other thing. Investing in yourself is not just about learning, stretching, growing or just or even improving. It, it goes beyond that. So, for instance, if I'm doing something that I enjoy or that I'm interested in learning more about. Yes, I know. I know. I just said it wasn't just about learning, but uh, stay with me for a minute. So when I take pictures, I love doing it, right? It's relaxing to me. It's cathartic. It just, it gets me really excited, right? To go out and kind of see the world through a lens, whether it's my, my phone camera or an actual camera. I enjoy doing that. Well, I'm surely not a professional at it because I don't do it other than for enjoyment. And I haven't put in the time to really master the cameras that I have. But the point is, is when I do it, it brings enjoyment into my life. And so or let's say that I decide to take a cooking class. I know how to cook. I cook all the time, but there may, there's lots of things that I don't know how to cook. There's lots of techniques that I never, you know, took a class on and don't know how to do. So taking a cooking class would be another way where I'm investing in myself, but it's, it's more because it brings in excitement or joy or uh, we are tapping into a curiosity or, you know, just something that's, that feels good. And so we have to also realize that doing things that we're interested in and investing that time or money to do it also enriches our lives. And it's so, so important. I mean, if we were just, if we acted just like a robot, we went about our day the same every day. And yes, maybe we learned a new skill just for work, but if it's not enjoyable at some point, if you don't add in some enjoyment, then you're just going to find yourself feeling like you're stuck on autopilot only learning something because you have to, not because you want to. And so I think we have to make sure we're doing this for the right reasons. And in some cases, yes, we should learn something because it will help us maybe get the next job. It'll help us in our business, whatever it might be, right? For instance, it's hard nowadays to not notice AI if you have a business or work in a business and see how some of those tools may help, right? You speed certain things up. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, right? AI, the pros and cons there. But so that's like where it might benefit you and that you might be you might be behind, right? If you don't stay up a little bit with that information, depending on your industry. But you also want to do things because you're curious or you're interested or you'd love to um, learn something new, but because it excites you, because there's enjoyment there. And so I think investing ourselves has to be for multiple reasons, right? And it depends on the category, how we might go about doing this. Also, how we spend our time is us investing in ourselves, or at least it could be. And so what do I mean? Sometimes we're going to go watch a show on TV or we're going to go to the movie theaters, if you still do that, because we want to. We want to be entertained. We want to have an escape from reality, right? We just want to not have to think about what all we have to get done. We just want to go and have an hour or two just to relax and not really think about, you know, our to-do list. And that's fine and great. But there's other times where what we feed ourselves, the content we put in, 
we are actually making investment ourselves. So that's if you're listening to podcasts, you're listening to talk radio, you're listening to audiobooks, you're reading books, you're uh, reading, you know, websites or magazines. If some of those either stretch your mind, they make you um, shift your thoughts, they help you uh, maybe be a little like take another risk, like a be more courageous in your life. Maybe they teach you more about health. You know, I listen to lots of podcasts, but one of them is um, one of the podcasts by Dr. Mark Hyman. He obviously talks about health and medicine. And so I love learning some of the things he's sharing on those. Other times I listen to Kathy Heller's podcast because I love the mindset work, the mental piece of the things she shares. And so, but all of those things, it's truly an investment. You know, it's investment of how we're feeding our brain, how we're feeding ourselves. And so just don't discount those things. And there's lots of free content, like those podcasts, like my podcast. And so we get to choose, though. We can either choose to only watch and listen to, you know, the things that aren't really adding value to our life, which, like I said, I love those as much as the next sometimes. But I don't love listening to those things or doing those things all the time. I'd rather be learning something or listen to something that someone's going to get me um you know, shifting my ideas or challenging my ideas. And so for me, it's an investment of time, but it's because I'd rather, you know, stretch my ideas, stretch my thinking, learn more about my body or how something works than only to um, watch or listen things that aren't really benefiting me. For instance, true crime podcasts and shows are so popular, right? I mean, people, it's like they say, it's like I can't turn it off. Like I can't turn away Dateline or whatever those shows are. Well, I don't usually ever watch those shows because they're not wrong. It, it is easy, easy to get sucked in, but I find I feel worse after watching them. And so I choose to not watch those shows or those podcasts. I don't want to be focused on death and people harming other people. And so I choose to not do that. And so it doesn't mean I don't ever watch a show where, where somebody's killed. Of course I do. I'm just saying I, I make it so that I'm not feeding myself all day long with that kind of content. I'd prefer to find stuff that... Um, I'm getting to learn. I'm getting excited. I start to challenge myself a little bit more. And so that's what I'm saying is when we say invest in ourselves, it's not just about self-care or resting when we need to rest, which those are also very important as well. Even taking a nap can be an investment in yourself. There are some days where all day long I feel in it, right? I'm in it to win it. I'm focused. I can get so much done sitting at my desk, doing the podcast, maybe writing or setting up some calls and things like that. But there's other days where I don't feel like I can focus the same, or maybe I just feel really worn out midday. I have just found that on occasion, I need to just go take a 15 or 30 minute um, little nap, like a, just a rest, right? And then when I get up, I feel like, gosh, okay, I can, I can get refocused, I can regroup and I can get moving. And so, well, it might just be a rest or a nap or closing your eyes at your desk for 10 minutes or in your car. You are investing in yourself because if we're just sitting there worn out and we're not getting any work done, it's not really benefiting us and the work we're doing or the company we're working for. And so I think we just need to shift our thought on investing in ourselves and shift our thoughts on self-care and shift our thoughts on making these things a priority because they should. And some... I mean, so many people, right? People that would, you define them as successful people in many ways, right? That could be financial. That could be um, maybe just with the platform they have and the impact they're having in the world. 
you know, uh, maybe they have a huge charity, things like that. Almost all of them, first of all, have strong daily habits, but they're investing time in themselves. They're investing time in a lot of these areas. Those things are priorities to them, whether they start their morning two hours earlier than most of us, you know, to get these things in. Some of them leave work for a bit and go and do their workouts, but they are very intentional about their schedule and making sure that they're making time for these things. So when we get real intentional with our, our schedules, with our days, and with what we're putting into our days, our life starts to change. But we have to be intentional and then make it happen. Like I said, I'm not saying someone has, or most people don't have two extra hours just to fill up with all these things, but we might be able to f carve out 15 minutes in the morning or 30 minutes in the morning to, to do two of these things, right? To do, improve two areas of our life. In the evening when we get home, we may be able to carve out another 15 minutes or 30 minutes to spend time with our husband or spouse or our kids or whatever it might be. Maybe it's a walk with your spouse or maybe it's a walk with your one of your kids. But we can do this. But we have to set priorities, like what's most important to us in our life and are we actually putting the time in to improve these things? And then we just have to get intentional. And so I would love to hear from you. How are you being intentional to invest in yourself and to stretch and grow and learn and be more fluid and be more agile in your life? Because I think it's the people, right, that are doing all these things that are living a rich life. And so many of them are living a really long life because they are making these different things a priority and they aren't just, they're not overworking themselves, right? There's some balance. And so that's it. I wanted to come on and share this with you today. I hope you have a great week and I will uh, possibly be coming to you from Hawaii. I'm bringing a, a small microphone. I'm, I may record there. We'll see. But uh, until next time, have a great. All right. And before I jump off, I just wanted to share with you, if you haven't been over to my website recently or ever, go check it out. It's kristenfitch.com. I have a whole section called freebies where I have downloads that you can go grab and then I also have a Reignite Your Passion workbook. It's, uh, I think it's somewhere between 25 and 30 pages. It's awesome. I, I spent a good amount of time putting that together for you. And that's free as well. So go grab those off my website. And if you're not on my weekly newsletter, go, go sign up. Because I would love to encourage you in your life. I would love to be alongside with you in your inbox. And just to um, help you build a life you love. So go check that out right now. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.